Wow, the presence of the Holy Spirit is so strong this morning. Gene Underhill stopped me before service. He said, can you feel the Spirit? I said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I'll tell you, 77 times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owned him, ten, owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children, and all his possessions and payments to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves, who owed, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused then he went and threw him into prison until he, could, until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger his Lord handed him over to be tortured, until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly Father will also do, do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. This is the word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. When I go out from your spirit, where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. And if I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall come over me and the light around me become night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes, your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I tried to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. The last few weeks. God has been dealing with me. On a very personal basis about running from him. 
running from him and trying to hide. And this psalm has been going over in my heart and in my mind over and over and over and over again. When I pull out the lectionary and write down the psalm, sometimes I write down the psalm. I don't ever read it sometimes before I give it to Gail to put in the, in the bulletin. But this time I read it and there it was, was again. Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying? God has placed the church in every community to lead that community. To lead that community. Several weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, I spoke at R&R &R and I said that, that this community has the most competitive churches of anywhere I've ever served. That was on Wednesday. On Friday, I got a phone call from another pastor in this community and said, Daryl, I need your leadership in the community. We need to get together as pastors and get rid of the competitive spirit in our churches. Wow. That was on Friday. On Monday, we gathered together to feed the teachers lunch. And one of the pastors walked up to me and said, Daryl, we need to get together and we need to do something in prayer about our community and bring us all together in the Spirit of God. And I ran. I ran just as far as I could. And I told these folks, I said, I am not one of the leading pastors in this community. God said, where you are, I know where you are. I know where you are. You cannot hide from me. And I believe that is what he wants to tell you as a church. That he knows where you are. And we can't hide from him. We cannot hide from him. He's got a job for us to do. And he has placed us here to do it. We go out and into our regular work. And those things that, 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 that bring the money in. That we can pay the bills. And we go into those things as, as a church. And, and we begin to let the world come in upon us. And as we begin to let the world come in upon us, we begin to run and hide from the Lord because we don't need to do what He wants us to do because that doesn't necessarily pay the bills, but it does. That's your retirement plan, folks. It's your retirement plan. What's our pay going to be? What kind of retirement are we going to receive from what we're putting up in our retirement plan? I ran. I prayed. I said, God, it's all I can do to try to lead my church. I can't lead the community.
He said, no, you can't. But I can. Are you willing? God used me. And I saw fruits this week. Church, don't go from here saying Daryl talked about himself. Because I'm not. If you go from here saying that I talked about myself, you talked about how lowly I think of myself. Don't go away saying the preacher's just bragging about what he's doing. God used me. And we set a meeting with pastors and we met up at the top of the Conley. Do y'all know how many sides there are to the Conley in that top room that you can look at over the city? There are four. Do you know how many pastors showed up to pray over the city? Four. Not because they didn't want to be there. They had other obligations. They couldn't be there for whatever reason. But God brought us four people to come in and pray over this city. We walked to every window and looked out and prayed the Holy Spirit over this city. In that meeting, we discussed how we need to come together as one body of Christ. We discussed how we need to let the past be the past. Forgive each other. And move forward. The king forgave his servant. Yet his servant would not forgive his friend. We as a church, we are called to be the king. To forgive. To forget the debts that are owed to us. And those debts may be financial that you may never see the return from those. Those debts may be spiritual. Or someone has hurt you so badly, we've got to forgive. We cannot run and hide because we only are forgiven on the measure that we, are, that we forgive. That's what the scripture says. And we can't take it out and throw it out. We can't throw it away. That's what it says. We can only be forgiven as much as what we forgive. And we can't run and hide. You say, oh, I have forgiven. God knew us when we were made. He made us. He was the one that wove the intricate parts of our very being. He knows us. Wednesday night, I'm going to have to find my card on this because I want to make sure I get it right. Wrong side. That was um, Ranger Sermon. Y'all get it different. Wednesday night, Robbie Livingston came and spoke to us. And he sang for us. It was so awesome. He said these words and they were brought to my remembrance kind of in the middle of the night one night. Mark, thank you. 
find what you're supposed to do to serve and do it. Find what you're supposed to do to serve and do it. I ran. I ran because I was not smart enough. I was not smart enough to be a leader in this community. I didn't have enough energy to be the leader, a leader in this community. I was scared to try to be a leader in this community. And God has taken me just one week. Just one week. It showed me what I can do if I'm obedient to Him. He wants to show you what you can do if you'll just be obedient to the Lord. To be obedient to the Lord. I am nothing. But with Christ, we are everything. We are everything. Find what you can do to serve the Lord and do it. And do it. More has happened this week. And I'm telling you, I'm so pumped about this presence and the power of God in our church and what He is doing through our church that I can hardly sit still. I was in bed the other night and sound asleep. And I don't usually go to bed too early, but I was, I was tired and I was in bed. I was sound asleep and I get a text and my phone is over across the bedroom because that charger works better than one by my bed. And, and I didn't answer it. And it, got, it gave me a reminder. You know how these phones do. They remind you, you got a text. And so then I got another reminder. My wife next to me said, you got a text. I know I'm ignoring it. It's probably Mark. So I get up and I look at his mark. I got so excited talking to Mark on the phone about what God is doing and how God is moving and how God is changing lives and what, how God is wanting to use us as a church to do things. I got so excited about talking to Mark. I said, no, I can't go to sleep. When was the last time we as a church got excited about doing something for the Lord? When was the last time we got excited about telling somebody, look what God is doing among us. Come and join us. Come and be part of it. Look what God is doing among First Baptists. Look what God is, is doing among River of Life. Look what God is doing among Bethel Baptists. Look what God is doing. Come and join somebody in the power of God this morning. When was the last time we did any of that? We're hiding. We're running and we're hiding. But we can't hide from God. I tried for 56 years to try to hide from God and He found me. He found me. He said, I got some stuff for you to do. I got some stuff for you to do. You can't hide. You can't hide. Y'all gave money for flood buckets. We sent 17 flood buckets. We're going to go.
buy flood bucket enough stuff for flood buckets for, I don't know, 20, 24 more flood buckets? Because y'all gave. Monday, Sandy said, I have heard that they're saying don't do any more flood buckets right now, that they need money. He said, maybe we should just send the money instead of going buying stuff for flood buckets. And I said, I got to pray about that one. I'm not sure. Because I'm real big on if it's given for something, you give it to it. I mean, you, you, if money is designated, you give it to that, to that designation. I said, I got to pray about that. I'm not sure we can do that. There's an art teacher here in town that teaches at Seabrook Elementary School. Last year, Raymond brought to me a list of supplies that they needed to finish out the year. I thought about it over and over again several times. I never could do anything about it. So when school started this year, I went to Kathy Harris and I said, um, last year I was given a list of art supplies that you needed. This year I want you to give it to me now and I'm going to go get you the art supplies that you need to finish out the year. Get me a list. She said, I'll work on it. And he said, well, why don't you, we can get by. Use whatever that money would be for something else. I said, God has placed you here. Let us get your supplies. I got a phone call. Sandy talked to me on Monday, Thursday. I got a phone call. No, Tuesday I got a phone call from Kathy Harris. And y'all know I'm old and forgetful. I forgot to call her back. Thursday, I called her back. So I want to talk to you about art supplies. I said, yes, ma'am. So what do you need? She said, well, our gate class is the gifted and talented class, and Thomas is in gifted and talented class. She said, our gate class is doing a fundraiser. And we're trying to raise money. And she said, Friday, tomorrow, they're going to do hat day to raise money to send to the Portland Gregory Independent School District because they're taking in the majority of those that schools have been blown away because of Hurricane Harvey. And we're sitting there and we're talking. I'm thinking flood buckets, school supplies, flood buckets, school supplies. <laughs> So do you need me to meet you at Walmart with a Walmart card? She said, no, I've got, to get, I've got to get some prices together. And I said, okay. You tell me how you want it done. I said, we can give you a check or we can meet you and just buy them outright and however you want to do it. And I said, well, we're, we're going to help you with this. And flood buckets. Mm, school supplies. They don't need flood buckets. I said, we have $1,365, I believe, we're going to give to you for school supplies. She was silent. 
She said, I was thinking $100. And she said, you know, there's a Farmers and Merchant Bank has someone that has come to them and said, whatever we raise for school supplies up to $5,000, we'll match it. I said, so now you have $2,400 because they're going to match it. You know what God told me? You can't hide. You've got to lead. You can't hide. You've got to lead. And I said, God, I led it. I'm done. No, you're not. So I stepped out in faith yesterday. And I sent a text to every pastor in this town that I have their phone numbers for. And I said, FUMC is giving $1,500 for school supplies. And I told them what the gate class was doing. What are y'all giving? Said, I challenge you. What are you giving? Not one of them said to me back. They probably think, man, this guy needs to go back into hiding. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. They may do nothing. talked to a friend of mine last night who I thought where am I going to come up with the other 150 whatever dollars that I just promised talked to a friend of mine last night who's a lay leader at a small church they have fundraisers to pay their bills fundraisers to pay their bills they have a program that's called change for change and the kids every Sunday collect whatever change anybody will put in the plate. And they use it to change the world. She said the change for change is Charles. The change for change is Charles. If we would get ourselves out of the pews, onto our knees, and say, God, here I am. Use me in whatever way you need to use me. Give me the strength and the courage to lead. We will lead this community, this county, into the saving power of Jesus Christ. I don't know Kathy Harris very well. I do not know if she goes to church somewhere, but I'm thinking she does. Because she told me last night, she said, Dara, there's more to this story than what you know.
one day I will tell you. And I'm going, ding, ding, r and r r and r said, thank you for being the hands and feet of Christ. I said, no, thank you. And she said, it's not me. I was not supposed to be teaching gate class this year. And God saw fit that I stay in this position. And I said, and I was supposed to bring you supplies last year and I did not do it. If I had of, we would never have had this conversation. Church, if you don't believe the power of God is alive and well in First United Methodist Church, you better think again. If you do not believe that you cannot be the leaders of this community, you better think again. If you do not believe that the world is looking at First United Methodist Church to see what you're like on the outside, you better think again. If you think you can run and hide from God, you better think again because He wove us together. All of us. My sermon was supposed to be all on forgiveness today. And what I had to do, what I had to do was forgive myself. for not being the leader. That God has called me to be. I ran, but I couldn't hide. I ran, but I couldn't hide. If you're running this morning, my prayer is that you run straight into God because He knows where you are. You can't hide. Forgive yourself. Let those pains and let those heart, those things that are stabbing your heart, let them go because God's got something so much better for you. So much better for you. Church, teachers, kids, Young people, elderly people, quit running. Quit running. Find what God wants you to do to serve and do it. And do it. Gracious and loving God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, We bring leadership to our community. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we lower ourselves that you might be raised. We let yesterday be yesterday. And we pray that you find us today. Because we know you know our hearts. You know our forgiveness and our unforgiveness. You know our softness and our hardness.
you know where we're hiding. Seek us out. Pull us out. Stand us upright. Change our hearts, oh God. May we be like you. As we sing our closing hymn, the altars are open. Don't run. Don't run. Find the Lord where you are. Let him search your heart and know you. He created you. He wove us together. May we be like him.